Well, praise the Lord. This is Pastor Jerry, once again, bringing you the Word of God. Again, always an honor, always a privilege to bring you the Word. Praise God. I'm so grateful that you're connecting with us, whether you're watching or listening. We just are so thankful that you're connecting with us. Today, once again, we're going to jump in the book of Psalms, Psalms 34, for a key verse in this series. Been talking about God is. Amen. Talking about God's character, His nature, who He is, His ways. Amen. And talking a little bit about the characteristics of God. Kind of, kind of beginning to move this series a little bit more into that. Amen. Uh, the key verse, of course, out of verse eight of Psalms thirty-four, says, "Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good." Hallelujah. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. Praise God. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And of course, we talked about, and we started this whole series talking about how God is good. And that verse talks about perceiving and experiencing that God is good. Amen. And of course, that's what we've been really spinning this whole thing off of is just everything you find out about God is he's just good. He's just good all the time. Praise God. And uh, so anyway, that's kind of what we've been, uh, we started this series with, been talking about uh, God is merciful, spent, uh, spent a week talking about that talking about uh, his compassion and how his mercy is rich in mercy, always merciful, praise God. Then we took a week and talked about uh, the love of God, and we talked about agape love, which is an unconditional love, an unconditional giving, and that's who God is. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Amen. That's the nature of God, praise the Lord. Uh, we talked about um, God is, um, what was the next one I think it was? I, I believe it was uh, God's always for you, I think is one of them. Amen. God is for you. Amen. He's not the God that's going to leave you nor forsake you, not going to turn his back on you, not going to somehow leave you hanging, praise God. God is always for you. Amen. And then last week we talked about God is able, talking about really uh, that nothing's impossible with God. Amen. And we found out uh, that he is able, and it says, according to what's working in you and me, praise God. So that according to that power that's at work on the inside of you and me. And uh, really kind of focused on that, amen. And so really, to be honest, it's, you know, nothing's impossible. There's no limits in God. You know, the only limits that we're going to find are, the, are what we produce or what we, uh, uh, you know, where we limit God, amen. So we kind of focused on that, talking about, you know, not uh, limiting God. Amen. Just purposing to not limit God. Today, praise God, we're going to go, uh, let's see here. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 12. Isaiah chapter 12. I'm going to jump back into Psalms here in a few minutes, but Isaiah 12 is where I want to start on this one. And I'm going to talk about how God is our salvation. All right. Uh, so Isaiah 12. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. I hope you've been enjoying this series. I, anytime you get to talk about God and His goodness, I just, uh, I'm all in. Praise God. I love this. Praise God. So uh, Isaiah 12, uh, verse, yeah, verse 2 and 3, I think, is what we'll do for sake of time. It says, Behold, God is my salvation. Amen. I will trust and not be afraid, for Yah, the Lord, is my strength and song, he also uh, has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy, you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Again, let me read this again, verse 2 and 3. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. You ever notice how not being fearful and trusting in God is a part of all of this? Amen. For Yah the Lord is my strength and song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore... 
with joy, hallelujah, praise God, with cheerfulness, jubilation, uh, you will draw water from the wells, I love that, the wells of salvation. Now let's define the word salvation today. It's very key with where we're going with this. Uh, the word salvation is Yeshua, okay, which is really one of our names for our Lord, right? Yeshua Yamashiach, I believe is how that's pronounced. And, uh, but it just means a deliverer, it means deliverance, praise God. Yeshua, uh, to save, it means to deliver or deliverance, it means liberty, help or aid, health, get this, health, prosperity, victory, triumph, all right, it really refers to uh, success or winning, a breakthrough, conquering, just a lot of synonyms here, uh, also means favorable outcome or achievement, okay, so a favorable outcome or achievement. So let me bring them up again because this is uh, really when you get into this, you start understanding. And the reason, the reason I'm going to say it that way is because, um, you know, a lot of times uh, we, when you hear the word salvation, the first thing you think about is a born-again experience. Now, obviously, that's a part of it, but that's, not the, that's really just kind of the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. Um, you know, like verses like Romans 1 and 16 says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for in it is the power of God uh, to salvation for everyone who believes. Romans 10 and 10, a key verse a lot of times used, it says, For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. There's that word again. Now, of course, that's a new covenant. Uh, the new covenant Greek word uh, is soteria, but it means the same thing as Yeshua in the old covenant. Okay, So the word salvation in the new and the old covenants Pretty much means the same thing. It means a total deliverance, reliant, or a total deliverance. Um, you know, it means uh, health, prosperity, success, victory, favor. Okay, it just goes on. Uh, but it just it primarily means a total deliverance. Now, when you think about that, and as the reason I brought it up is because many times when we're talking about salvation, the first our head runs to you know becoming born again. You know, somebody gets born again, and you say, well, he they entered into salvation. Uh, which is not wrong. It's not a. It's not a. Uh, you know, a, an off statement. But a lot of times, then that's where most people's head just stays there. They think that salvation just refers to somebody receiving Christ, and now they're heaven bound. Well, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Okay, total deliverance is something you need every day. Okay, you need to have that available to you every day, and that's what you're going to find out about this uh, message today. Uh, salvation is all about. Every day, what you need from God, what God has to offer you every day, amen. Uh, salvation is not just a one-time experience. It is a daily uh, thing that we, re we need to draw from and receive, amen. Like it says here in this verse, uh, drawn, uh, dipping down into the wells of salvation, praise God. That's what we're doing every day is leaning on Him as our deliverer, as our deliverance, praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God, amen. He's our liberty, our help health and prosperity, victory, triumph, success, okay? All right, and again, favorable outcome. So uh, when you start thinking about salvation, you got to kind of take all them uh, words there, that's all those synonyms there, praise God, and kind of smash them together, so to speak, and that's what this word salvation is all about. So it's a pretty, um, a pretty big word, to really be honest about it. I mean, when you start thinking about deliverance, God, that can touch every area of our life, amen. So he is our salvation. He's my salvation. He's your salvation. Praise God. Amen. Let's look at another verse, Psalm 62. And we'll go there. Hallelujah. So back into Psalms. Psalm 62. 
Hallelujah. Verse 6 and 7. It just says this, he alone, or he only, pardon me, he only uh, is my rock and my salvation. There it is again, okay, Yeshua. He is my defense. Obviously, there's a lot of things being said here, but hang on to this, okay. He's my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation. He repeats himself, and my glory. The rock, pardon me, the rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Amen. Let's say it again. He alone or only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So here again, right? He is my salvation. Psalm 68. Let's look at another one. Let's let this kind of build a little bit. Psalm 68. We're going to go to verse 19. We'll read verses 19 and 20. <clears throat> it says, blessed, uh, blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, okay, which is a key word here, who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation. There it is again. All right. Yeshua. All right. Selah. Now, hang on to that. Selah, which means to stop and, and meditate on this. So hang on to that now. Verse 20, our God is the God of salvation, and to God the Lord belong escapes from death. And that word's deliverances from death. The word death, ruin, pestilence, destruction. It's kind of a, a pretty negative word here, okay? So obviously he's talking about in God is your deliverance from no matter what the enemy's trying to uh, bring your way, all right, what he's trying to pr- press on you or push on you, all right, ruin, destruction, dis- pestilence, whatever, disease, poverty, all that kind of stuff wraps up into that word there. Okay, well, he's your escape. He's your salvation, okay? So now you back up in verse 19 again and read it again. It says, blessed is the Lord, or be the Lord, who daily loads us with benefits, all right? So obviously this God of who is our salvation has benefits. In other words, this, this word salvation really is wrapped up in a lot of benefits, okay? So hang on. The God of our salvation Selah. In other words, stop and think about it. Pause and think about that. So that's what he's trying to show you here is there are so many benefits in, in, in God. There's so many benefits that he has to offer us, praise God. He's the God of our salvation, amen. And in that, there are so many benefits, all right? There's so much deliverance, protection, okay, prosperity, favor, okay, health, okay, all of this is wrapped up in that word, praise God. And that's why it says you got to stop and think about this, all right? Don't lose sight of the fact that what's all wrapped up in this word salvation, all right? He's the God of our salvation. He's my salvation. He's your salvation. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, obviously, it means more than just a born-again experience. Okay, now praise God for the born-again experience. Now, again, I'm kind of hammering on that a little bit, but what I'm trying to do is get our minds a little bit more renewed to what this means when he says he is our salvation, okay? When he talks about even in the New Covenant about, you know, a confession unto salvation. When he talks about, you know, in that uh, gospel message of Christ, amen, hallelujah, is, is, is deliverance, is salvation, praise God, amen. What does that mean then? Does that, does that just mean that one day I made Jesus Lord of my life, now I'm, I'm heaven bound, I have fire insurance, I'm not going to hell anymore? Okay, well, obviously it includes that, 
but it goes beyond that. Amen. And that's why, you know, we're trying to bring this out to show you that God is always, not only, not only is he always good and always merciful and always love, amen, he is also, I mean, always our salvation. Amen. And like that verse 20 says, the escapes from death or destruction or ruin. Amen. He is your aid, your help. He's your protection. All right. No matter what is ahead of you, if you will lean on him as the God of your salvation. Amen. That that can wrap into a hundred different areas of your life. Praise God. God can show himself strong in, in just a hundred ways in your, in your life from day to day. Praise God. And probably beyond that. Amen. But uh, the point is this, amen, don't just see it as just a, a one-time event, but see it, praise God, as a daily thing that we need to draw from, praise God. I hope you're hearing that, amen. Psalms 116, let's go there, hallelujah. Psalms 116, and we're going to do verse, uh, looks like verse maybe 12 and 13, I guess, it just says this, what shall I render to the Lord? Or give back or recompense, okay? What shall I render to the Lord for all his, here we go again, benefits toward me, okay? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. There it is again, by drawing on that, from that well of salvation, I will take up that cup. That word cup there just means everything from like a container uh, or allotment or portion, okay? But again, he's talking like, again, uh, like we read earlier, amen, it's that, it's that dipping into the well of salvation, drawing what I need today, drawing on what I need concerning whatever I'm facing right now, that no matter what's going on, I'm going to put my trust in God. I'm not going to yield to fear. I'm not giving in to anxiety, amen. I'm not going to let the enemy, uh, you know, lies or torment uh, get a hold of me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw on Praise God, uh, the, uh, draw from the well of salvation. I'm going to draw on the God of my salvation, my deliverer, hey, amen, my, uh, my healer, my deliverer. Praise God, I am I'm leaning on God, taking from him, praise God, what I need at the moment. I am going to take, amen, from the well of salvation, that cup. I'm going to draw, praise God, and take hold of it, praise God. Hallelujah, that's what it's talking about there. All right, with that said, let's go now to... Um, uh, Psalms 103, and I'll probably spend maybe the rest of our time right here. Um, kind of felt like maybe I kind of sped through a little bit of this, but the idea is uh, I'm just trying to, uh, you'll, you'll just notice there's multiple references here that deal with this. Psalms 103 says this, Blessed, uh, Bless the Lord, O my soul, okay, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. There it is again, all right? Who forgives all of our iniquities, who heals all of our diseases, uh, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and uh, the acts, uh, his acts to the children of Israel. Of course, then it goes on talking even more about his mercy and compassion, amen, slow to anger, all that, amen, a lot said in this psalm, but the bottom line he's talking about, amen, really is talking about the benefits, amen, that we have in the God of our salvation, he kind of draws them, and maybe kind of expands on it a little bit more in Psalms 103, and so I kind of felt in my heart today, I wanted to kind of spend some time in this and look at these a little bit, maybe not spend a lot of time, but, but at least the, probably the remainder of our time with you, 
uh, talk about some of these things. You notice here the psalmist makes it pretty clear. He says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. So he's, he's really, in a sense, he's taken authority or dominion over his own soul, his mind, his will, his emotions right now, okay? He's trying to keep in check, all right? I'm not going to yield to fear. I'm not going to yield to anything out there that's, that's waging war against me right now. I'm going to draw on the God of my salvation. So he's saying here, I'm commanding my soul now uh, to give honor unto him, amen, our God. Bless the Lord, O my soul. So he's saying he's commanding himself to just give honor to God, to just put your faith in God, put your trust in God here, all right? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. In other words, I'm going to draw to remembrance Amen. The benefits of God. Amen. I'm drawn on those benefits. Amen. That are, well, one, one of the verses said that, that are daily being, uh, you know, put upon us, praise God, uh, loaded on us. Amen. Coming on us, praise God. This daily load of benefits that are for us or at, at our disposal, praise God. So he's saying here, I'm drawing to remembrance here. I refuse to forget Okay, I'm not going to let the benefits be out of mind, so to speak. In other words, right now he's commanding his soul, amen, to look up, his soul, in a sense, to stay connected to what God has to offer right now, amen. That's what I choose to meditate on and think about. That's where I'm going to put my mind, my will, and my emotions are going to wrap around that, praise God. I refuse to fear I refuse to, uh, you know, to give in to an evil report, whatever it may be. Instead, I'm going to start honoring God, blessing God, because He is the God of our salvation, praise God. And I'm going to lay hold of those benefits, praise God. Well, what does a benefit mean? Well, let's look at that real quick. A benefit means uh, a recompense. It means a, a reward. Um, it refers to an advantage, a privilege, a perk. My times, that's what we use in nowadays. Amen. Something that's a plus. Amen. Uh, something that's good that's been offered uh, on behalf of, of one for whatever reason. Amen. This is what a benefit is. All right. And if you went and got a job somewhere, you know, they're going to lay out to you all their, in a sense, their benefit package if they have one. Amen. They may show you that they have this kind of a, uh, you know, retirement plan. They may have uh, this kind of a, a vacation plan. They, and what they call that is a benefit package. Amen. Your perks. Amen. Hallelujah for working in that place. Amen. Well, God says, if you will serve me and honor me and trust in me, these are your perks. Amen. This is what's being offered to you. Well, one of the things, the first thing he talks about here, uh, you know, in verse 3 is he forgives all your iniquities. Well, that's a pretty good thing. Amen. He forgives all of your iniquities. Okay, so let's define it. All right. The word forgive. Now, I don't think anybody really has a problem with that or at least understanding what it means, but you know what? It doesn't hurt. Let's look at it. All right. What, so what does it mean? Well, to forgive, to pardon. All right, uh, to spare or forgive. It even uses the words mercy or merciful. Amen. As we, of course, spent a week on talking about how merciful God is. In fact, if you kind of read on through this chapter, you're going to find multiple places that he talks about how merciful he is. Okay. And obviously, that's the first thing he talks about because of his mercy, he, he pardons or forgives uh, us of our iniquities, which the word iniquity means sin or perversity or evil or faults. In other words, something that maybe you've made a mistake or you've, you've sinned, you've done something you know you shouldn't have done, but you did it. 
And now you're looking to him uh, for uh, forgiveness. In fact, even First John brings that out. You know, he's, he's quick and, uh, you know, to forgive you. And, uh, you know, and uh, what was it, First John 1, 9, he's willing and able to, or for, to forgive. And I oh, better look it up. I'm misquoting it, ain't I? So let me get it here. Hallelujah. Don't want to do that. It says that he, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just. There it is, faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that's 1 John 1, 9, all right? So anyway, but that's, you know, that's still available for you and me. That's what I'm trying to bring out here, okay? So anyway, so he forgives all of our iniquities, amen? So you may say, well, I just, you know... Uh, this is all wonderful, but, you know, I did this, and I've slipped up so many times. I've messed up so many times. You know, I've got a, a, a bad past. I've, you know, I have, I've tripped up things. I've, I can't even tell you how many things I've done wrong. Over Well, see, what happens is a lot of times we let all that stuff hang us up, and the whole time part of your benefit package is forgiveness. Okay, now we're not, you know, you know in talking about forgiveness doesn't mean we're condoning sin doesn't mean that we're justifying some sin. doesn't mean that we're you know, somehow making excuses that you can continue to sin. That's not what it's saying at all. And you have to understand, this ain't something that you know, Pastor Jerry wrote. Okay, This is something by the Spirit of God that was recorded for you and me, praise God, about the goodness of our God, amen, about how God is the God of our salvation. And part of your benefit package is there's forgiveness. All right, so somewhere along the line, we got to say, okay, I'll receive that. I receive my part of my benefit package. I receive one of my perks right now is I, I need to be forgiven. So when I go to God and I repent and I maybe confess my sins, as it said there in 1 John, and I make that confession unto him, amen, the word says he's, he's faithful and he's just to forgive. Okay, here it says he forgives all our iniquities, amen. Now, obviously, you know, you gotta you gotta by faith, you gotta trust in that, you gotta by faith grab hold of that. Amen. Otherwise, what happens that that past will hang you up. And that's why it's so important to understand this, is because it's hard sometimes to move forward in God when everything behind us is still hanging us up. All right. That's why this is part of your benefit package, amen, and why it's necessary to draw from it. And I believe personally why he mentions it first, all right, for this very reason, because really, and chances are for you to receive the rest of it, amen, you got to be okay to, you know, to receive forgiveness for whatever it is uh, that's behind you there, all right? Well, praise the Lord. So first thing he mentions in verse 3, he forgives all your iniquities. Now, the second thing he mentions in that verse is he heals all your diseases. Now, that's a pretty good perk. That's a pretty good benefit, praise God. So he heals all your diseases. Okay, so just in case, let's define it again, right, and see what it means, right? Okay, so sometimes somebody might, you know, try to somehow, you know, assume or, or analyze it in some way to somehow you know, make it sound, make it, uh, you know, not mean what it means. That's why we define this stuff, okay? Okay, so the word heal means to mend, cure, repair, means to make whole, and it even uses the word uh, as a physician, okay? Okay, so what, you know, the great physician, okay, we know God is our great physician, okay? So he's talking about uh, receiving, uh, you know, mending, repair, made whole, amen, hallelujah. The word disease here, he heals all your diseases, okay? It refers to uh, illnesses, ailments, uh, sickness, grievous, as well as 
diseases in it as we would know diseases. And there's a lot of diseases out there, but there's also a lot of things that are not diseases, just an area of a sickness or an ailment or an illness. could be the common cold or something like that. And you have to understand he'll heal all your diseases, no matter what sickness, no matter what ails you, what, no matter what uh, or ill, Ill, you know, illness or whatever it may be or ailment, hallelujah, sickness, and understand that he is a healer. All right, that's part of your salvation package. All right, is heal is, is wholeness, healing. All right, uh, even when uh, you, we mentioned uh, the new covenant word salvation, when you look it up, that's one of its definitions is health. Okay, uh, this word here, uh, you know, Yeshua, it one of its definitions is health. Okay, brings health. Okay, it's health to you and me. All right. So when you lean on God, trust in God, amen, for a breakthrough concerning your physical body, all right, there's health right there. It says he will heal all your diseases. The word says, uh, you know, in um, I believe it's like Matthew 8, he talks about where he, he healed all, talking about Jesus, he healed all who were sick, and he said he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses, which was a quote out of the old covenant. But he's talking about, amen, again, that he's the one that heals. All right. He came to you know, drive out d- disease and sickness. Amen. So part of your, your salvation package, part of your perks, is health concerning whatever it is you're, you're fighting in your physical body, which is a great perk. It's a great, uh, great promise. Amen. Now, again, you know, here we are, you know, talking about what's, your, what's available. Well, you got to, you know, you got to use faith, you know. Uh, you, know the, you know, God's not going to receive for you. But he's going to offer it. But you got to be the receiver. you got to be the one by faith to grab hold of it. Amen. So whether we're talking about, you know, forgiveness, amen, we're also, you know, talking about health and wholeness. I think it's, you know, it's interesting to, <clears throat> to note that some people have no problem understanding the fact that when they got born again, they're forgiven. Okay, they're heaven bound. That doesn't even, from there on, they're, they're, they're okay with that. They understand that. Amen. They might, you know, receive the fact that their sins are forgiven. Amen. But then when it comes time to health and wholeness, they struggle with it. Okay, now there's no condemnation. We're not trying to pick on anybody. But I'm just trying to say that the same, uh, you know, faith that you use to receive forgiveness is the same faith you use to receive healing. Amen. So just think about that. You know, when you think about, you know, one of the Psalms back when we were re- reading it, and it says, you know, Selah, you know, he talks about, you know, all the benefits you have. Amen. That he's the God of your salvation. Now, Selah. Now, stop, pause, and think about it. Amen. So whatever it is you may be facing right now might be, you might have your answer just right in this right here, the fact that he's the God of your salvation. Praise God. Amen. That right now, not only is there forgiveness, but there's health and wholeness wrapped up in your benefits package. Praise God. Amen. Hope you're hearing this, child of God. Amen. Okay, what's verse 4 now? Let's look at that. It says also, who redeems your life from destruction. So verse 4 says, who redeems your life from destruction. Okay, so let's look at that. Okay, part of your benefits package. Okay, the word redeem here means to purchase or ransom something, but it also means to deliver or avenge, okay, somebody. It also means to perform or pay the price of, okay. So what he's saying here is he's already paid the price for something, who redeems your life from destruction. You already paid the price that you would have, amen, that your life would be 
redeemed from destruction. Okay, so that somehow or another, he's talking about this destruction here. All right, so what, how is it defined? Well, it refers to like a pit or a trap. Okay, like a pit, like, a, like it's been a hole dug, and there's a, I mean, it's been covered, but there, it's, it's a pit, it's a trap that when, when, you know, whatever's being hunted, you know, comes across that, steps on that, falls in, that's what it's referring to, something you're falling into a pit. So that word destruction is referring to a trap or a pit or a ditch, okay? It even uses the word grave or corruption here, okay, which is, uh, you know, uh, when you think about everything here. Now think about this, okay? Um, part of your benefits package is so that you don't fall into the pit or the trap, okay, or the ditch, whatever it is that the enemy's laid out there. Now, Psalms 91 brings out that you've been delivered from the snare of the devil, okay, the snare of the enemy, all right? So the enemy a lot of times laying out traps. That's really what it's kind of talking about. There's all kinds of traps sometimes that gets laid out there for, uh, for us. The enemy's just trying to, you know, in a sense, lay out a trap, amen, Some, uh, a hole, a ditch, uh, a pit that you'll fall into, all right, hang yourself up, all right, that's what he's trying to do, all right, when you think about it like that, um, you know, like, you know, like we would try to trap some kind of wild animal or something, okay, well, he, the enemy a lot of times is laying out a snare, a trap, okay, uh, a pit for you to fall in, okay, There's, they're out there, it's out there, the enemy sometimes just plotting and scheming and maneuvering and manipulating things and and moving this and, you know, trying to somehow get you to kind of go down a certain path so that you fall into this trap, okay? Now, when you see it like that, okay, you understand that part of your benefits package, okay, is to deliver you from that. See, a price has been paid, so you don't have to fall into all those traps. You don't have to fall into any of those traps. But, okay, they're out there. So you're by faith, again, going to have to receive the fact Amen, that my God paid a price for me, amen, so I wouldn't have to fall in all these traps, all right? Well, one of those things, I'm going to have to put my trust and confidence in him that he's going to lead me and guide me and direct me. In fact, as I brought up Psalms 91, that's really what it's talking about, somebody that you know, spends time in, in, in that quiet place, in his presence, and what part of that is hearing, amen, so I don't fall into those traps. Well, that's part of my benefits package, amen. God doesn't want you falling in every pit and snare that the enemy lays out there for you. He wants you to be delivered from all that. He wants to steer you around all that mess. Amen. Keep you off the path or the road that those kind of messes are on. Amen. That's part of your benefits package. No, oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, the um, a verse I put down here, you know, out of Luke 9, it just says, Jesus said, the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And I thought that kind of fits because a lot of times, you know, when things happen, um, it's amazing how many times when somebody falls into a, a trap or a pit that the enemy's laid for them, sometimes God ends up getting the blame for it. I don't know why that is, but some people have a tendency to just look at God, think God's the one that's doing this to them. Uh, but that is not the case. That is not who our God is. Amen. He's the God that delivers you from it, not the God that causes you to fall into it. All right, so keep that in mind, okay? Remember, Selah, think about that. Okay, this is part of your benefits package. Amen. You have a good God. Amen. A God that's on your side, a God that's with you. Praise God. A God, praise God, who is your salvation. Amen. Your protection. Amen. Your safety. Praise God. Your preservation. Amen. We can go on and on and on. Amen. Your, your success, your victory. Praise God. That's who he is. Amen. So it says he, 
will redeem you or redeem your life from destruction. And then it goes on to say, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. This is still in that verse 4 there. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Okay, so let's, let's define that a little bit here. All right. The word crown here, he crowns you. Literally, just, it just means to encompass or to surround or encircle. Okay, so he encircles you or encompasses you, amen, crowns you with loving kindness, okay, and tender mercies. Loving kindness, of course, we've kind of spent a little bit of time on that word. It's that Hasid word again, talking about, amen, that, that uh, covenant kindness, that, um, that favor, that goodness of God, amen, good deedliness. I remember a couple of weeks back, we kind of focused on that a little bit. But here he is, he will crown you or encircle you or encompass you, Amen. With this thing called loving kindness, this covenant kindness. Amen. That's your God. Amen. Selah. Think about that. That's who he is. All right. He wants to encircle you with that. Amen. To encompass you with that. Now, the word tender mercies, uh, racham, is the Hebrew word, which again refers to compassion or tender love. Uh, means, um, again, it refers to one of the synonyms is again mercy again. Okay. But it's talking about tender mercies or tender. Uh, tender love, all right? Um, here it says tender mercies in, in the New King James. I'm not sure what the Old King James uh, says, but that's how it's worded here. Um, so uh, anyway, he encompasses or encircles you, amen, with loving kindness, hasid, and tender mercies, raham, okay? So this is what he encircles you with, all right? So one of those things is favor, for instance, all right? In fact, um, uh, a couple references on that. Uh, Psalms 102 talks about how uh, you'll arise and, and have mercy on Zion is what he says. For the time of favor, yes, the set time has come. So he's talking about there's favor for you and me. Uh, the verse also in, in, I think it's Psalms 5, I think it says this, that you, O Lord, will bless the righteous uh, with favor and you will surround him as with a shield. So again, saying kind of the same thing about what we're talking about here, about this covenant kindness Amen. And tender mercies. Amen. What he's talking about is, is that his favor is always around you, always encompasses you. Amen. His mercy is always there. Amen. That covenant kindness is always there. Amen. God is always with you, always on your side. Now, again, it's part of your perks. It's part of your benefit package. Amen. Now, I know I keep stressing that, but I'm doing it on purpose. This is something for you to receive. And I'm asking, will you, will you dip down into the wells of salvation here and draw up, praise God, what you need, amen, no matter if we've touched on your thing or not yet, amen, the point is this, amen, I'm guaranteeing you, I'm guaranteeing you, praise God, that whatever you need today, amen, you can draw from the wells of salvation. Whatever you need today, praise God, is in the God of your salvation, praise God, part of your benefits package, part of your perks in God, amen. Praise God, part of those benefits. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 5 then goes on to say, Who satisfies your mouth with good things, amen, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles, okay? Who will satisfy, that literally means to fill to, to full, okay? So to satisfy uh, means to fill with satisfaction or have enough or fill to the full. Suffice is another word there, but satisfies, fills to the full, your mouth, okay, which means that your mouth has to be involved, 
all right? But he'll give you the words, what he's saying. He'll give you what, he'll, he'll fill your mouth with what you need to say. Oh, he'll fill your mouth with good things. You know, it's not with bad things, but with good things. Amen. Sometimes, you know, when you think about, uh, you know, a lot of things like this, uh, you know, the word says, you know, Jesus said, you know, it's not what goes in your mouth that defiles you, it's what's coming out your mouth. He says, your words can justify you, your words can condemn you. Uh, the prof, uh, the, uh, the, pardon me, the uh, Proverbs, I think it was Solomon, brought out. He says, you know, in your words are life and death, okay? Uh, you know, you, what, you, what you talk is what you're going to experience, what you're going to eat. Now, here he's saying he'll satisfy your mouth. He'll fill your mouth with good things. Amen. In fact, you know, you know the word talks about, you know, if you're going to fight a good fight of faith, the big part of it is you're going to have to speak the right words. You're going to have to confess a good confession. Amen. So he's talking about here he wants to fill your mouth with good things. Which means, praise God, as you lean on him and trust in him, he'll begin to help you fill your mouth with good things. And in this text, it says, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So that your youth or youthfulness, liveliness, vitality, vibrancy, strength, energy, vigor. Okay, these are all uh, words here. Your youth, your youth, amen, is renewed like the eagles, praise God. Amen. The word renewed here uh, means to be new. Uh, means to rebuild, repair, reconstruct, amen. Uh, and so, anyway, it also means to renew causatively. In other words, amen, however, you, the more you reach for, the more you can have renewed, praise God. And then it says, like the eagles. Well, when you stop and you learn about an eagle, uh, one of those things is that how they, uh, when the, a bird like that, uh, I think it molts, I think they call it, uh, there's a certain time when they'll even literally beat their beak off and grow, grow a whole new beak, new feathers, okay, and they're like, like a brand-new bird almost uh, once they come out of that. Amen. So when he's talking about renewed like the eagles, your youth being renewed like the eagles, that's what it's referring to, praise God, that you have in God the ability to bring on new vitality, energy, strength, vigor, praise God, liveliness, praise God, new, new life, new energy, hallelujah, can come upon you if you'll just lean into God as the God of your salvation, draw on that, that benefits package, praise God, and part of that's going to be he's going to fill your mouth with the right words to say that you begin to change your surroundings, amen, begin to, begin to change things on the inside, praise God, oh, hallelujah. I mean, man, we can go on and on and on talking about that, uh, that subject, both Old Covenant and New Covenant, just the importance of your mouth working for you and not against you, praise God. Amen. But the, here it says it's part of your benefits package, that he'll help you, amen, fill your mouth to the full to say the right things, praise God. Amen. So the more you're leaning in him, trusting in him, drawing from him, praise God, the more, amen, you'll, you'll find that your words will come out, amen, that'll help you and not hurt you, praise God. Oh, hallelujah. And I like the fact that your youth being renewed like the eagles. Now, obviously, you know, the older you get, the more that verse speaks to you, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, that means, you know, if you just took that little verse there, that verse 5, well, that tells you then don't, just, don't talk old. Don't talk, you know, sick. Don't talk you're dying. Don't talk, you know, your life's coming to an end. You can't be talking that way as a child of God. You talk just the opposite. Amen. Let God put the right words in your mouth. And when you do that, praise God, hallelujah, you begin uh, to uh, change uh, your surroundings. You begin to literally, even as James 3 brings out, and literally will change, amen, your whole vessel right here. It'll begin to bring new life right here, praise God, amen. Oh, hallelujah. So, praise God, a part of your benefits package. 
All right, it goes on then. It says, the Lord executes righteousness, verse 6, executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. That's a pretty good promise. Amen. And there's a lot of stuff going on out there where people are being oppressed, okay, and the Lord will execute righteousness and justice. Now, again, part of your benefits package, all right, but you're going to, again, you're going to have to trust in God for this. So a lot of people have been oppressed. A lot of people have been taken advantage of. In fact, let me define some of this before I get too far into it. Okay, the word oppressed there means uh, pressed upon, defrauded, violated, wronged. Okay, so that's what he's talking about. So anybody that's been wronged, okay, and many people have been wronged. But it says he will execute righteousness and justice. He'll execute righteousness, okay. Uh, in fact, let's see here. What all do I have that I put that? Uh, let's see. I think, in fact, let me give you some. Uh, the message translation. Let's read it like this. Uh, God makes everything come out right, and he puts victims back on their feet. I like that. The passion translation says it this way. You're a God who makes things right, giving justice to the defenseless. Okay, just another way of looking at it here. So when you look at this, executes righteousness and justice. He makes things right, okay, and justice, the word justice, is a word that means a decree, decree or a sentence or pronounced as a participant's right is what it means, a verdict, okay? So what he's saying here is he'll turn the verdict around. He'll make things right. So a lot of times, now the reason this is a, a cool benefit in your, in your salvation package, so to speak, okay, is because a lot of times you have been done wrong. And if you don't watch it, pretty soon you're, you're lean more on that and you and pretty soon it can draw you into a place of bitterness or a place of complaining or bring you into a place of, uh, you know, maybe even feeling sorry for yourself. We can go depending on what's going on, what's happening. And again, I, I talk about these things not to, you know, not to somehow, you know, condemn or somehow uh, make somebody feel bad or somehow, uh, you, know, you know, feel like I'm, I'm picking on somebody. That ain't what we're doing here. Okay, the idea is this, okay. If you will draw on your benefits package, instead of being upset, maybe you say, Lord, you're the one who executes righteousness and justice for those who are being oppressed. And I've been oppressed here. I've been taken advantage of. I have been mistreated here. Lord, they're doing this to my family member or doing this to my friend or doing this to uh, you know, my community or whatever it is that you're praying about. And so, Lord, you're the one who executes righteousness and justice. So what you're doing here is you're more apt now to draw on what God, you're dipping that, that cup, so to speak, into the well of salvation, drawing from it part of your benefits package, amen, and saying, Lord, you're the one who will make this thing right. You're the one that will turn this thing around, praise God. I don't have to, you know, maybe extend all my energies and, 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 and you know, roll up my sleeves and, and fight for something maybe per se. Now, that don't mean sometimes you may have to, you know, step into this thing and resist like you're supposed to. But the point I'm trying to make is a lot of people sometimes just lay down and let it happen to them and then let everything, you know, all the emotional roller coaster rides you may go through because of it. Uh, some people, it's, uh, you know, they pretty soon it's an evil for evil. You know, now you're fighting, trying to get even uh, with somebody that, that maybe had done you wrong. I'm just trying to show you. See, there's all kinds of ways this could go, ba go bad, okay? This goes south real quick, okay? But if you draw on your benefits package, okay, I hope you're hearing this. Okay, remember, Selah, think about this, okay? This is part of your benefits package, all right? That if you will 
you know, lean on him. He's the one that will execute righteousness and justice on your behalf or on behalf of your friend or your loved one or your community, whatever it is you're praying about. Now, the point I'm trying to make is don't overlook this. Amen. There's a lot of injustice or unjust, you know, things that are going on, okay? A lot of things that have happened to people that shouldn't have never happened, okay? We see a lot of stuff happening through our nation even right now. There's a lot of unjust things going on, all right? Now, there's a time to fight, and there's a time to resist, and there's a time to make your stand. We're not taking away from any of that. But let God be the one that leads you in those things. But first and foremost, you dip that cup in the well of salvation, and you draw out of that, praise God, that he's the one that executes righteousness and justice on your behalf, praise God. And if you will first lean into that, let God begin to guide you and direct you from there on, praise God. You'll find you'll have a lot more success, a lot more victories. Amen. You'll see the favor of God coming on, your, on you uh, probably like you've never experienced before, praise God, if you'll just begin to lean into God for this, praise God. All right, so that's verse 6. Let's look at verse 7, probably our last one for the day. It just says this, And he made his ways known to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. Now, to me, this is still part of your benefits package, okay? All right? And so he's talking about making his ways known to Moses, okay, and his acts known to the children of Israel, okay? Now, you know, you could look at this maybe, uh, you, know, uh, you know, maybe it's a little different what Moses is seeing versus what the children of Israel are seeing, or you can kind of look at them as, as a whole, amen? But obviously Moses kind of got to know God, had a lot more face-to-face encounters with God, probably got to know God a little bit more intimate than the rest of the children of Israel did. We know that when you get into the book of Exodus and look at all the times that, you know, he had conversations with God, you know, in the cloud with God, in the tent of meeting with God, amen. And so he had more of an intimacy with God, got to know his ways a little bit more, amen, it happened. Uh, So that word there just means mode of action or course of life or the ways of or the customs of is what that word ways mean, okay. So his ways, he made known his ways to Moses, all right. And then it goes on to say his acts to the children of Israel, all right? So the word acts there just means, uh, you know, exploits, uh, the, the things that he did, a sense of affecting, however they were affected, okay, things they saw and experienced. So he made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel, okay? Now, the point I'm just trying to make is, you know, Ephesians 1 brings out, you know, that he, uh, you know, is revealing his, you know, the, the, the word says, talks about the wisdom uh, you know, the spirit of wisdom is there for you and me to have, to understand, to see, to experience. He's filling with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, it says in Colossians 1. I mean, we're just, God is always trying to make known his ways to you. He's trying to reveal to you who he is. Amen. The God that he is. He is the God of salvation. Part of your benefits package, amen, is to get to know God, understand his ways. Amen. When you understand his ways, you don't struggle with a lot of things. A lot of the question marks. That, that children, of his, or children of God get sometimes about what about that, what about this, what about that. A lot of times, a lot of that's answered when you understand his ways. There's no more question marks there. You're not struggling with will God this, will God that, won't God this, whatever, okay? Not real proper English here, but you get the point. Okay, the point is that, you know, a lot of times we're sitting here struggling, got all these question marks, but the word says part of your salvation package is the fact that he'll reveal his ways to you, just like he did Moses. He'll talk to you face-to-face anytime you enter into the presence of God. And that's why we, we really uh, stress in this, or at least from the, behind this pulpit, a lot about entering into the presence of God. 
enter into that secret place. Why? Because part of that is getting to know his ways, getting to know his, you know, you know, his true character, who he is. Why we're doing this series is about getting to know his ways. Amen. It's what it's about. Praise God. The word even says in, um, in Daniel 11, it brings out, praise God, that uh, uh, you know, those that know him, amen, will carry out great exploits. Okay, so when you think about even you know, making known his acts to the children of Israel, there's great exploits. There's great things that God wants to do. Amen. And the more you get to know him, amen, hallelujah, those that know their God, amen, all of a sudden they see more things happening. They see more signs and wonders. You're more apt to press in for something, praise God. You're more apt to draw on the miraculous. You're more apt to not limit God. You're more apt to press in for things, amen, that maybe the normal person would never press in for, praise God. You're more apt to draw on your benefits package, whether we're talking about forgiveness, we're talking about healing, we're talking about favor, we're talking about protection. It doesn't matter what we're dealing with with here. Amen. But if you'll, uh, if you get to know his ways a little more, you get to understand who he is a little more. Praise God. You're more apt to say, Hey, that's for me. I can grab hold of that. That's my God. That's the kind of God he is. That's the one I serve. Praise God. That's the one I trust. Hallelujah. That's how it is. Praise God. Amen. Part of your benefits package, praise God. Now, again, we could have probably went anywhere with this and probably drawn this a little bit more, uh, you know, in depth. I understand that. I didn't even really jump much into the new covenant as much as maybe I could have. But I just wanted to bring out today that part of, of who God is, is he, he is the God of our salvation. And at any given time, he's looking for you to dip into that well of salvation, so to speak, and draw on your benefits package, praise God, of what's really available to you as a child of God. Because you have a God who's good and good all the time. A God who's merciful, kind, and loving, praise God. A God who's with you, a God who's for you, and a God who's definitely able, praise God. And for that, we give God all all the praise and the glory. I hope you got something today, child of God. Hallelujah. Father, we give praise and glory once again for the words of life that we heard today. We're thankful, Lord God, that they had an ear to hear, a heart to receive. Lord, for opening the eyes of our understanding, we give you the praise. We give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Child of God, I call you blessed. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to watch the video of this message, head over to vimeo.com forward slash WOVictory or go to Jerry Roberts Ministry on Roku. For more information about who we are and what we do here at Order Victory, check out the website at wovictory.org. That's wovictory.org. See you there.